This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel. It is the latest stop in a week-long tour of the Mideast aimed at trying to contain the war in Gaza. It is the fourth trip to Israel since early October when Hamas attacked Israel, killing some 1,200 people. NPR's Jackie Northam reports from Israel. One of the things he's trying to do is prevent the war in Gaza from spreading throughout the region, particularly between Israel and Iran-backed Hezbollah militia. You know, we're seeing increasingly deadly skirmishes and attacks between the two sides along Israel's northern border with Lebanon. But Blinken is also trying to ensure more humanitarian aid gets into Gaza. You know, there are severe shortages of food and water there. He's also urging regional players to get involved with shaping Gaza's future once the war is over. And Blinken is expected to push Israeli leaders to scale back uh, their offensive, this aerial bombardment of Gaza that's now entered into its fourth month. NPR's Jackie Northam. Concealed carry permit holders in California can once again bring guns into a number of public places. That's the latest ruling in a legal battle over a contentious gun law in the state. Nicole Nixon with member station Cap Radio. More. A new law that's now on hold would ban people with concealed weapons permits from bringing firearms into places like hospitals, parks, and many government buildings. It also bans guns in privately owned businesses and religious buildings unless the organization posts a sign that firearms are allowed. Gun rights groups sued over the law last fall, but courts have been at odds over whether it should be in effect while it's under review. The latest federal appeals court ruling blocks it until at least the next hearing in April. A spokesperson for Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom criticized the stay, arguing it puts the lives of Californians at risk to gun violence. For NPR News, I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento. The creator of ChatGPT is defending the popular AI service following a copyright lawsuit filed by the New York Times. As NPR's Bobby Allen explains, OpenAI claims the time suit misunderstands how the tool operates. OpenAI says when the company scanned vast parts of the internet to train ChatGPT, it was permissible under a legal doctrine known as fair use. In a blog post responding to the New York Times lawsuit, OpenAI wrote that it does not always regurgitate entire articles, as the Times claims. The company says ChatGPT only shared large snippets of Times articles after it was led to do so. OpenAI says New York Times stories do not meaningfully contribute to ChatGPT's overall data set. The Times lawsuit alleges that OpenAI stole the paper's articles without permission and should be owed billions of dollars in damages. The Times is also seeking to have the company's AI model destroyed. Bobby Allen, NPR News. Stocks gained ground on Wall Street to start the trading week. The Dow is up 216 points today. You're listening to NPR. The Alaska Airlines jet that had a part of its fuselage blow out Friday night, forcing it to make an emergency landing in Portland, Oregon, and apparently had a warning light go off previously. The airline says as a result, the plane was not being used for flights to Hawaii in order to wait and see if the warning light reappeared. The incident left a hole in the plane's fuselage, took place at 16,000 feet, forcing the aircraft to return to the airport. None of the 177 passengers and crew aboard the plane were seriously injured, but the incident has grounded 171 Boeing MAX 737 jetliners. United says it found some bolts that needed tightening when looking at door plugs on its planes. 
The country's top-ranked college football teams face each other tonight in Houston for the national championship. From Houston Public Media, Gail DeLauder has a preview of the game between the University of Washington and Michigan. Washington hasn't had a national championship since 1991. Michigan's last title was in 1997. Tonight is their first meeting in the championship game of the college football playoffs in what's expected to be a matchup between Washington's strong offense and Michigan's powerful defense. Both teams are undefeated for the season. The championship game has brought about 80,000 fans to Houston for a weekend of activities ending with tonight's game at NRG Stadium. The game is expected to contribute up to $200 million to the Houston area economy. For NPR News, I'm Gail DeLauder in Houston. Crude oil futures prices lost ground today. Oil down $3.04 a barrel to settle at seventy seventy seven a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.